Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the pod hooks that you will ever need in any role-playing game that you ever play, ever. I cannot state that enough. You'll never need another pod hook podcast other than this one. Of all the many Dungeons & Dragons plot hook podcasts there are, this, this is, is the one. This is it. You know, I'm surprised there are not more. There probably are. Look, there are. I will say there are, yeah. but I'm surprised there's not more. Mm. I'm, I'm surprised that people go for actual plays rather than this kind of podcast. Well, I imagine that part of the reason they go for actual plays is because it's easier to create a parasocial bond with the people in there um, because they're playing characters Ugh. and they're kind of being themselves. Social You know bonds. how we can parasocial. how we can change that? You know how we can get that parasocial bond going with our audience? What you would like to get to know one another. I think that would be I, I think a good idea. A solution to that. Yeah. If only there was some way. If only there was a way we could get to know one another. Can we talk about our sexual ineptness again? Because that's something that we no, can I'm do. Not, I'm not sure. Inept. On a scale, <laughs> I'm not inept at the sexual. I'm inept at social situations. Ah. On a scale of one to ten, how much does your current character fuck? I don't have a current character. I'm a dungeon. I'm the dungeon master. I don't. No, I don't have a fucking question. I, my current character is both zero. Yeah. Both zero. Well, uh, one one is no. Yeah, both zero. I'm gonna like, put you up again. No. No, you know what I'm gonna do now because um, Zane's character Benito has a thing is like it's a homebrew thing where basically it's absor- absorbs abilities from the monsters that he kills and eats uh, it would just cause some darkness in this campaign uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you all up against a mo- uh, like a, a, an enemy who is just like a fucking piston dick <laughs> and then Benito's going to get that dick and he's going to be like well I guess I, I, I bet I put it to use then <laughs> Benito's like- updated from rabbit to jackrabbit I yeah, mean exactly. he would he would still be ashamed of Everything. Oh, I'm sorry, you see. I'm sorry, you see. Uh, there is no loincloth big enough for Benito Dick. It poked through. I'm sorry. I have no control over this. I am very oh, sorry. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, poor Benito. Um, yeah, I mean... Wait, what was the question? How much does your character fuck? Yeah, I don't... I don't... I don't... I guess Bronwyn, which was my last long-term character, she was not unknown she to was fucking. Se- she was definitely like... a sexually potent woman it's just not yeah. something that you brought up often yeah. correct yeah it was like it was a known thing that Bronwyn fucked and we didn't get into it much. it was definitely a like I'm going to seduce this man and fade to black yeah uh, mm. tell you what like one of the characters it's tasteful I, it's behind a screen yeah as one as the dungeon master though where they end it one, the, one of the final beats of the last session was one of the characters just like yeah I'm gonna go away and try to find someone who's willing to like willing to get get down and dirty and I think that the implicate I think that what she what, what he did was because he's playing he's a coyote man uh, so he went out to a, the 
like the alley and saw if there are any other coyote, any other dogs to fuck, was the implication, <laughs> or at least what I took from it. But yeah, like uh, as the ca- other plot characters were bed- going bedding down in a, ho- <laughs> in a hotel room, like one of, I just like said, yeah. So one of you oh, goes to open the window because it's a bit mus- it's a it's a bit stuffy in there, and you just hear from the darkness, and you just clam it shut because you know what that sound is. Yes. Oh god. There, so, yeah. there are very so, yeah, few my, ways. My campaign now has yiffing in it. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I. Are we blaming the player or are we blaming you? There, both. Dom? We're blaming solidly M both. so much. It's M, not me. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Tull? Uh, I'm, so I'm actually playing my first bard. Oh. Um, well, that answers that question. Okay. Well, so what do we do here? Is <laughs> it's. It's actually. Uh, I, I've quite liked this bard because essentially the idea is I. Uh, his background is a is a church singer, so his proficiencies are in, in organ and choral singing and the lute. Um, and he puts on when he travels, he puts on this outrageous um, sort of Antonio Banderas uh, accent, and he, he goes as he's taken the actor feat as a variant human. He's Sandoval Antonio Antaria de Crucio the um, Third, but he's been terrified into dropping the facade, and he's Anders uh, Anders Buckman. He's actually seventeen and has never. Like he's he's a massive flirt as Sandoval, and as Anders, he is so shy. So weird because in a in a one shot that um, no one here was involved in, but I will tell the story of an, uh, like another time. I'm sure well, the character I was playing as had multiple levels of secret identity. And one of the levels was named Anders. Oh, there you go. And he had a different accent for each of them, and that like the the, the one shot kept getting more and more off rails as I was like. Huh? There's my character's like, what if you know? In order to infiltrate the mansion, we put we we, we use we use <laughs> fake voices and we use uh, we put we have different names. So I will put on this voice and I will talk like this. Yes, and everyone's like, yeah, let's do that. And then later on, when none of the other characters around, I revealed that my character was actually had been lying about his first identity and was actually there to cause chaos and murder. And it was just and like talking to the vampire lord. The vampire was like, why don't we drop just drop all the pretense? And I just go in my normal voice. Okay then, let's do that. And all the other characters, <laughs> all the other players were like, "Wait, what? What?" And then I massacred just so many civilians. <laughs> I massacred so many civilians. I was playing a sorcerer. I massacred so many civilians that I needed to burn my sorcery points to get back some spell slots so I could continue massacring them. <laughs> just like, oh yeah, I use my, I, I, I convert uh, some of my second and third level spell slots into sorcery points and then bring, bring them back into the spell slots so I can fireball again. Yeah. Of, the, uh, yeah. the only bard I ever played seduced people twice. Once, it was a pair of bards who had made up an insulting song about her. And so she seduced them, got them back to their room, drugged them and killed them, and Excellent. framed someone else for the murder. The other one was one of my party members' estranged father because that said party member had knowingly allowed my... Uh, hippogriff to die, ah, and that was payback. Fair. You, you didn't water my plants. I'm gonna fuck your dad. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was she was lawful evil, <laughs> um, and she was using the party to to her own ends. Um, and yeah, so she, she she had significant charms, but she only used them in those two two places. Cool. <sighs> Dungeons and Dragons. I think I we know think each other much about bards. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what we do here is we take inspiration from a Magic the Gathering card and a random word, and we make up a plot hook 
for you. Oh, fuck, I forgot to do that. In the form of a magic trick, we shall start with a pledge, which is just the seed of the idea. Then we shall turn that into uh, something a little bit more fleshed out that might actually be interesting to include in your game. And then finally, in the prestige, we turn that into... We, we discuss how your players might interact with it, the ramifications it might have on a game, how to include it, how to go about using it responsibly. So, the card that we are looking at this week is called Living Wish. Uh, and the artist is Hideki Takamura. Takamura? Uh, anyone want to describe what we're looking at here? You go for this yeah. time. Um, so... What I believe we're seeing here is it's a, a bird looks kind of, I, I think almost phoenix-ish, but I guess something eagle-like. Like a hawk. Yeah, yeah. a kind of hawkish. Um, Atop, a I think, a stovepipe chimney. I, thought, I just thought it was a plinth. A plinth, yeah, a plinth of some sort. It's it's atop a, a something, surrounded by uh, a whirlwind of vines, um, as is uh, in the background uh, a woman... Dressed in in white, bit of dress and robes, I think. You're like a priestess. Sort yeah, of almost outfit, like I guess. Um, yeah. I think the implication, I think the implication is yeah that the 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 eagle was an eagle statue that's now coming to life yeah. or something. Or the like yeah, like the stone is kind of breaking away and there's an eagle beneath. On the I have no home. idea what the vines are about. All in all, it's a very chaotic card. There's yeah. a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Maybe the vines are like just kind of a greater law thing about how that planeswalker works. I don't know. And the or, or maybe it's because it's a green it's a green matter card, so like Perhaps, fuck, put yeah. some vines in there somewhere. It has to be plants somewhere. Yeah. I will say for such a chaotic card, one green matter and one colourless matter is quite cheap. Mm. I mean um, but the ability of this card is fucking whack, which is yeah. you may use a you may choose a creature or land card that you own from outside the game, reveal that card and put it into your hand, exile living wish, which means that I think is the, what you're supposed to do there is if you didn't put a card in your deck and you're like, ah, oh, that'd be useful right now, you just play this. And now that card, which isn't in your deck, is like, that's in your hand now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, and the word that we're using is primary. 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 So we all have our little, uh, I guess, inspiration tags. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would like to go first with their pledge? Um, I can go first, if you want. Well, well, well. If it isn't <laughs> little Tully Grimley. <sighs> the Always. big bitch, as they call him. I'm, I'm, the I'm big the beautiful <laughs> bastard, they call him. They call the, him a lot of things. They call him <laughs> Tip Top Tully. They call, no, him, they, call, they call him Twisted Titty Tully. I'm going to need it five more. They, they call him the Big Grin Boy. They they call him the grimmest of the grim. They call him the listening boy. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of verb boys. <laughs> they, they call him the verbing noun. <laughs> they they call him the noun adverb. <laughs> there we go. Okay, they call him me. the adjective noun. Ooh. <laughs> what have you got for us? Uh, uh, so there's. A city. It's known for its uh, for for its worship. Generally, if you're unsure of of a god to follow, but you you think you're going to follow a pious life, uh, th- this is where you would go. Almost shop around. It has temples of all all different kinds. It's got uh, sort of a, a couple of small humble uh, monasteries. It's got statues everywhere. Um, 
sort of grows out of itself. It it starts out uh, very sprawling, and as you get closer to the center, it, it's more and more cramped with temples almost inside temples. Um, and everyone seems to be living fairly peacefully, more than you would expect of a, a, a city so built on uh, conflicting ideologies and conflicting worship. Uh, and right at the center is an empty plinth. It's right there, a platform where you would expect there should be a statue. Uh, there's statues all over the city, but right here in the center, there's nothing. But I want something. So the empty plinth. Yeah. Mm. Do you have something, Dom, or would you uh, like me to I was just going to say, it reminds me of one of the... Um, so just the setting in general reminds me of one of the World of Warcraft expansions. Um, the classes got, like, class halls where it's just like, hey, this is the Druid one, and it's like a Druid... It's like all trees and stuff, and it's like... And if you're a priest, you go to this one here. I'm just like, it's just like, yeah, this is like your... This is just like your, your class's hall is where you're describing this. It's like a crossover. <laughs> uh, so, so for mine. So for mine. Um... In the back, so I'm trying to decide how the best way to start describing this one. So in this in this setting, and uh, which is kind of how it works in in five E, but I'm, uh, you're using the the way that gods work is if you, if you believe in something enough, if there's a powerful enough idea, it will get a god associated with it. That's a fairly common way to handle gods. Yep. Hmm. In this in this setting, uh, the concept of the power of the spell wish has become so powerful that a god has come into existence in order to manage that manage wishes there is now a god of wishes that has come into existence because as the centuries have gone on uh two or two different civilizations have kind of started un- unlocking the power of wishes in order to make them make better their uh accomplish their goals and that sort of thing and so as that's as that's become more and more of a powerful thing a god has come into existence to manage and achieve wishes. Mm. That's my pledge. Okay, I love new gods. I think it's a it's a cool concept mm. in in world building and in games. Interesting. I am pledging a world that's very high magic, but in the center of this world, um, or in the center of your player's idea of this world, is one big city um, and kind of all the riches of the world flow into and out of this city for some reason Um, this is where all the mages hang out this is where all the major religions are and but it is known to be a very dangerous place um, if you do not live there and like know the nooks and crannies Um, and of course your players have to go there Uh, the reason it is so uh it, it is so uh, dangerous is because every birthday you get a wish. Oh. Ah. Light the candles and pray to God. Every single person gets a wish every year. So it's probably best to figure out when your character's birthdays are before you head in there and reveal this to them. Probably. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Just as a bit of a side... Actually, finish finish your pledge first. Yeah, yeah. so uh, um, I'm, I'm going to say yes. This is... Disastrous idea, uh, a horrifying idea for a DM, but it'll it'll come it'll it'll come around in the turn. I I have been known to judiciously um, give out wishes in my in my games um, with the with the pretext that I control what happens. Uh, so that is that is that is my pledge. It is it's the city of wishes. Hmm. Or happy birthday. Happy birthday, mayhem. <laughs> Happy death day. <laughs> okay, well, let's go back to... Actually, no. We're going to take a break. <gasps> We're going to put an ad 
So maybe buy something from the ad that you're about to hear. Buy things, please. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Okay, back to Tally for turning of your pledge. Yes, I, I do very briefly just want to... Uh, you are mentioning figuring out when your character's birthdays are. We actually rolled for ours uh, in in the stride game that I'm, I'm playing in, mm. and I rolled my exact birthday. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, I know. It was, it was just a fun little coincidence there. Um, so, obviously, in, in a town completely full of uh, of statues, of worship, of uh, idols, there's a right in the centre, an empty space, somewhere that, realistically, there, there should be something. There should be any anything. But, no. And... If you go up to to examine this, you might be able to ask the locals about what what was here, what's supposed to be here. Yeah, and you can hear the the tale of of the town's founding. It, rumor has it that there was once a uh, a god who wished above all else for cooperation, wished for peace, and so this god they invited the pantheon. They invited the old gods and the new gods and. The in-between gods, gods of nature, gods of sky, gods of fortune, gods of death, invited them all to take home here without conflict, without uh, arg- argument, to see, to, to bring worship, to bring power to the gods. And this, this god devoted themselves only to negotiation, to mediation, and to settling peace. But their name's been lost to time. While everyone else gained followers, they were too busy mediating, too busy making peace. And so they've been forgotten. Oh. And uh, this this one's called the Empty Idol. Empty Idol. Oh, God. When somebody think of them, Dom. So, what? This is uh, this is an unusual situation for the uh, the creation of a deity because usually, uh, you know, a deity kind of starts small and then grows and grows as the congregation it grows or as some like things don't usually come into existence on such a scale with such power that the god associated with them immediately has that sort of power. But this god is the god of wishes and making wishes coming tr- come true. And it's coming to power precisely because the power of wishes has become so ubiquitous. And so this is an, a, a, a very inexperienced and very powerful god, which is such a good combination of things. <laughs> yes. And so what starts happening is that the... The, like two warring nations, for example, might have conflicting wishes, and the god of wishes is just going to make a call about what happens when there are the, when there is a conflict. And yeah, the world is going to start getting a bit messed up pretty quickly as uh, as the as this god kind of starts yeah making calls on how wishes are going to turn out, or even like you uh, achieving wishes of by just like the, the smallest wish of a child comes yeah. true as well. It's just like, I wish it was raining donuts. And it rains donuts in that village now because the god had some time to do that too. And it's causing a bit of chaos. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's my turn and my 
my, my game. Um, my hook is called... A god without balance patches. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. I, I, keep, I keep just coming back to when you wish upon a god or something. <laughs> something god-awful like that. Um, a, a wish is a dangerous thing, something like that. I'll come back to me on that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Be so careful what you wish for. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Be careful what you wish for. So in my city of a thousand wishes... <laughs> Um, we've, all, we've done some similar sort of stuff along this one. Well, you know, it, this yeah. sort of wish is yeah. a crazy thing that we all get to deal with. Um, I think... So, I think the way to constrain this is, as with all things, bureaucracy. And so I'm going to um, draw the uh, draw in the uh, the word inspiration that we that we have for this one, primary, because this city... <clears throat> is is the capital city of the largest nation and most powerful nation because literally people are wishing piles and piles of riches upon themselves every single day. Uh, there is an emperor, there is a sultan, there is a king, there is every different word for a leader of people all situated in this city. So it is a bureaucratic nightmare oh, good. to achieve anything in this city requires negotiation upon negotiation of of weird and 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 interesting people because even the servants like the even kings the have to have be titles. nice to the servants because when it comes to their birthday they're going to they're going to wish to be the king <laughs> Uh, and then, so that's the thing. Like, this is a city where nothing is permanent or built up for very long. King, things are in constant flux, and you can figure out the exact social hierarchy one day, and then have it be entirely inverted the next. Love that. Um, so it is. It is. Uh, I think this would be very interesting for a one shot, um, or as a place that like you're trying to escape from, but you keep getting wished back yeah. into. I love how all the stuff we're working oh. with here is very much like giving the DM the ability to retcon things as much as they like and just cause a, cause misery for the players. That's always fun. I just I, I really want in this particular setting. Like them to figure out this, you know, throughout. But beforehand, give them an NPC that they can really like make make themselves known to and get the NPC to really like them. Particularly a small child, yeah. Um, and have the small child be like, you know, come meet my friends, and you get a bunch of adoring little children who just wish for you to be their friends <laughs> over and over. Yeah, yeah. You're getting into some real. Um, you get you get what is it sent to the cornfield or something from that Twilight Zone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh. I, I think this is... and I, But it's also a really interesting... It could be a really interesting setting uh, for for just... For, for a chaotic team. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, if, 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 if your team is living for chaos, let them, let them loose. Yeah. Um, and try to make them long for the days where you're like, hey, do you want to... Do you want a dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I think, yeah, because I, I had civilization as my as my card. So yeah, civilization that's based on on living without limits. Like you, once a year, you get exactly what you wish for. I also really love the idea of having like this this lawyer type class of people that are about how to make the most of your wish. So you can hire them to write out your wish in the correct way that you get the majority of what you wish for without it being twisted on you. Mm. So they will know they're like, oh, don't say tiger. 
say striped cat. That seems like the wrong way around. <laughs> no, because if you say striped cat, you might get something better than a tiger. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Depending on something be- if something better than a tiger exists, because someone's like, I wish all tigers were gone, then you might not get a tiger. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just getting, just getting <laughs> wish actuaries. Oh. Yeah. Um, so this could be a, a way to make players really dread being so chaotic um okay but that was just my turn everyone <laughs> oh no oh the um, prestige is gonna be beautiful what's it called sorry uh this is the city for thousand wishes yeah right yep yep uh so tully yes okay so uh the empty idol um and so wandering around the city you may or may not have done some some window shopping for for gods may have may have uh for those of you pious uh, pious enough maybe communing with your gods of choice, meeting with fellow fellow followers, um, or maybe recruiting some of your own. But all the while, everyone seems so incredibly peaceful. And it, it seems like even if you do go out of your way to start arguments, it's almost as if the moment you, you walk away, it's, it simmers down and, and forgotten about. And nobody nobody can tell why, except that there always seems to be somebody who's there to be a voice of reason. Always somebody and it could be a beggar it could be a, a priest it, it could even be just a, a local stray animal there's always a voice of reason and uh rumor has it if you ask any of the locals the this god the the first god here is there to make sure there is always peace that this land will never come to harm and it is a safe place for those who worship but now i want to break that yeah, so this is folklore, and my idea is is for this one particularly that this old god that's built around peace and negotiation uh, is uh, is still present and walks among them, not as an all powerful being, mm. but just as an incredible voice of reason. And that uh, should you find them, perhaps you want to worship them, perhaps you want to betray them and and tear them apart. You want to sow the seeds of dissent, but you'll be going up against somebody who knows exactly how to make peace and it's i think the that voice of diplomacy might be useful for if you then find yourself in need of a voice of reason for someone else yeah yeah interesting yeah no i like that i think that would work really well um i think that's that's a strong basis to form a a very interesting uh i mean interaction I mean, interaction of civilization around that concept. Hmm. Yeah. And what what was it called? It was uh, the empty idol. The empty idol. Uh, Dom. So at some point, some like there's so much chaos that uh, someone wishes that the god of wishes didn't exist. Mm. <laughs> mm. And God, that fucks up the world so badly. <laughs> so this is where yeah, the prestige is that that happens, and now this is the backstory of your world. This is you are not the you cannot make with these wishes anymore. They don't come true, and the world is a scarred and ravaged place, uh, and the, an entire like two empires built around having their power base be that they could wish for things. They can't. Like wishes don't work anymore. That god doesn't exist anymore. The world is broken, and so yeah, that's that's your backstory. Is like the players find themselves in a broken like that is why the world is in such a state at the beginning of this. Um, campaign or one shot or something like that is that yeah up until recently anyone could wish for anything and now nobody can wish for anything interesting yeah so 
did you have anything to say about that particular any more questions i am so really the kind of that's the backstory for where your campaign starts yeah it's <laughs> um it, you've lived in a real good way to keep keep wishes out of your players hands yeah <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah it looks like the big twist here isn't just the uh the the like the the stuff inside, it's kind of a meta twist in that you, you thought that all of this would like was about wishes, but now wishes can't happen anymore. This yeah. this book wasn't the hook you thought, and also my card was demigod because he was there and now he's gone. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I think that it's a world where everything was kind of on one on one level, everything was solved. It was no longer there was plenty. So, yeah, there, there was, was plenty, yeah. but now like all of the way that everything worked, it's like if. The electricity went out, and also all the farms disappeared and stuff like yeah. that. Like, if, yeah, and where usually the the chaotic effects of wishes could have been balanced out by more wishes, now entropy just has to handle that. Yeah, like there aren't any more wishes, so no more chaos. But also, we're just uh, you, we're, the, the, the the whatever fucked up thing was happening when the wishes went away. That's just it now. That's the new normal. Yeah, someone wished for a house of tigers, so now that's just there. Yeah. Um. God. Sorry, striped cats. Yeah, striped cats, please. <laughs> yeah, and also so many wish actuaries are now out of work has actually really decimated that uh, that industry. Uh, and the government payouts are not sus- not actually above the poverty line. It's a real, it's really bullshit. To be honest. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, be careful what you wish for. That's my hook. Okay, so back in the city, city of a thousand, thousand wishes, wishes or birthday city. <laughs> um, I think so. The, on the other side of my uh, inspiration tag was friendly NPC. So I think your friendly NPC is one of these uh, haggard wish actuaries who is just kind of like... And I, and I think there's a goal in this city. Like, there's an underground society just kind of like, okay, we've got to figure out... We've got to figure out the perfect wish or figure out, like, the exact limits of what we can and can't do. And, and he's figured it out. And he knows that this has put a prize on his head. And so he's just... He's talking to the party and says, look, just take it and go. It's my birthday tomorrow. I'm going to wish that you cannot be wished back into this city, but it's just going to be Mad Max chase across the nation (laughs) trying to lose all these people with infinite resources trying to catch you. And they can't wish you back. So, (laughs) And as soon as they leave the city, they can't make any more wishes. So it's just going to be them coming... With <laughs> bringing the craziness of the city out into the real world, oh, um, man. so I, I think that that's one of the things that I'm thinking about. But I think there is, as soon as you're in this city, like literally anything is possible. It's the ultimate high magic um, that everyone, everyone gets even, a birthday even, wish. Even, even children have access to this world-changing magic, mm. and trying to negotiate that uh, as a DM it is very. Uh, it's fun, and and, and uh, you you do have to trust your players a little bit as well because you know you could have Narnia or you could have hell, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah, you could have the end of most one shots yes. with all players knowing they don't need to like <laughs> worry to about the, the consequences. But, but uh, honestly, like I think having this game because this setting, this, this civilization, the consequences are. Like, yes, you have a lot of power, but literally everyone else has the same amount of power. So, and that's the thing I think you could get away with, like, oh, I'm wishing that no one can ever wish again. But that wish has already been, it's already been wished that no one can wish for that. And so you can't wish for that. <laughs> um, yeah. 
so yeah, they're, 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 you can you, you can play around with it. You can, um, yeah, just get crazy. Like this is uh, this is ambitious. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Like this is ambitious. Like this, this is sort of. <laughs> Almost where you create a spreadsheet before the game of like uh, all the wishes that have come before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Jumanji. This is what this, this is. is. This is Jumanji. It's exactly that. Uh, except uh, I'm imagining if you cross Jumanji with Mad Max Fury Road and yeah, just go for it. Just go go crazy. Oh, um, that's no. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it's exhausting. I have an idea for a one shot. <laughs> <laughs> I want you know you know what I want. I want the Muppets, Matt, Matt and Fury Road. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like all like all of the all of the um the wives. It's just five Miss Piggies. <laughs> Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Nux is go- is Gonzo. I think. Yeah. God. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. All right. Okay. I yeah. think that's, that's that'll that'll do that'll do. Um, so my mine was I'm just going to call it Birthday City. Uh, the Birthday City. Uh, Dom. It's so unassuming and innocent. <laughs> it sounds fun and nice. It, it sounds it could so be. wholesome. Yeah. And now after it sounds so nice, mine is be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and uh, mine was the empty idol. Excellent. If you have enjoyed this today and you want to use these in your own games, please feel free to. Uh, we are produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international license, which means you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit and don't use the material for commercial purposes and do not remix, transform or build upon it in any way without asking us first. Uh, but please use it in your games. I want to hear all your Birthday City stories. Um... I such a strange sentence. I'm very, I'm very, I'm gonna apologize. Send us your birthday city wishes. I'm gonna apologize to everyone who knows me. Who listens to, to this birthday podcast. City birthday city, birthday city wishes sounds like like I don't know. It, it like Taylor, to, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. It, I don't it know. It tracks to Nutbush City Limits. Uh, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Birthday city wishes. <laughs> Uh, you will definitely be seeing Birthday City at some point in the future. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, so I've been Zane C. Weber. With me have been... Dom Gilfoyle. You can also find me on the Mistome Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality. It's not much like this, but it's good, hopefully. Sure is. And they call me Adjective Noun. Uh, you can catch me on Noun Adverb Verb every second Wednesday. That's <laughs> not right. Isn't it just Noun Verb? Deep Dive's just one word. Is it? Or it would be. It would be. It's it's noun adverb. Yeah, noun adverb. No, deep is deep isn't an adverb. Deep deep adjective. Yeah. Yeah. Deeply is an adverb. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So noun adjective. Noun adjective. Noun. No. Noun adjective verb. But what is wrong with you, people? But it's an. It's an adverb if it applies to a verb, no, doesn't it? Adver- uh, no, because ad- it's how deep the dive is. I think adverbs have to end in ly, right? They could also be a deep dive, which I, is a noun. So, <laughs> noun, adjective, verb, done. Or noun, noun. Shut the fuck up! Thank you for listening to this. I don't know how to finish a podcast. Keep, keep the music. Keep, play- keep playing games, everyone. Don't stop playing games. <laughs>
The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, 